Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And, of course, they have Junior Bergen T-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Gus, the first meal I had outside my own home following the quarantine was at your house. Brought over a bunch of meat. I brought over my Alpine Touch, but I didn't bring it home. I forgot it at your place. Our first meal was made better, as every meal is made better by Alpine Touch on basically everything. I put Alpine Touch hickory smoke on my cereal in the morning. <laughs> It's, it's reached that level of usage. And the fact that you left it, I knew that you left it at my house. You brought it over, left it at my house. And like a real jerk, I said nothing to you because I was like, well, that's mine, dude. That's it. You came to my house. You left it in my house. And I'm eating all of it. We've gotten so far into this Alpine Touch obsession, I think, that I just think we might be able to host a podcast about all the things that you can make with Alpine Touch. It would be short. Everything. (laughs) They have a bunch of different varieties of spices, as we know. Uh, They are local from the state of Montana. Shoto, shout out, original Alpine Touch. And it's great when it's not just local, when it's not just supporting the state of Montana, but when it's also actually the best thing that you can get. I mean, when it comes to spices, uh, it's second to none. So, boys and girls, use your Alpine Touch. Colter, tell them where they can get it. AlpineTouch.com, no matter where you're at in the entire world listening to this, if you are in the United States of America and you make an order of over $50, which, you know, if you get yourself the Grand Slam and maybe some barbecue sauce, some sunflower seeds, you're there. Free shipping anywhere in the United States of America right now. Uh, so go to AlpineTouch.com. They're rolling out all their summer Big Mountain flavor packages. The sunflower shoots are really, really good as well. Alpine Touch has got you covered. Alpine Touch, Montana's special spice. I keep it cool. Thank goodness we do what we do. Uh, And, uh, yeah, shout out to all the construction folks. Let me tell you something. This is the one where I'm like, they're shutting down Reserve Street 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. Makes all the sense in the world to me. It's not just traffic. I don't want to. I would much rather go to work on that thing at 4 in the morning than 4 in the afternoon. I'll tell you that for sure. Uh, If you would like to listen live and you're anywhere else in the world or it's just easier in your house on your device, tablet, computer, etc., go to our website, 1029ESPN.com. You'll listen live there on the stream all the time. The stream is available thanks to our friends at Opportunity Bank. Opportunity Bank, your local bank, your opportunity. You want to pick up your phone and call, you can do that as well. 361-3688. 
361-3688. All guests join us via the Rankage Brothers RV phone line. And yes, you can still text that number as well. Getting some good feedback on that text line. 361-3688. Save it in your phones, people. Have it there for you. Uh, we're going to go through a, a couple of new updates on uh, football in the fall uh, that has come through. More, most specifically, the NEC has canceled, which means the uh, opening game that Montana State had, their Gold Rush game against Long Island. That's the Northeast Conference, if you're wondering. I guess Long Island is canceled. So we will get into that and some specifics there and uh, a release from Montana State, Leon Costello as well. 30 minutes from now, our senior spotlight Excited about this. Carson Rostad from Hamilton High School, quarterback at Hamilton for four years at Hamilton, just graduated, and he is uh, headed to the University of Montana to be a Grizzly. He's going to be a, uh, in, in line to be a Montana quarterback uh, here for the Grizz. So we'll talk to him about his senior season. He did get the whole thing in, fortunately, because it was a fall sport, but just the, the senior year that was and uh, and what this offseason has been like and what he's looking forward to at the University of Montana uh, to be a, a, a in the program and in the program as a Montana born and bred quarterback uh, for the Grizzlies, of which there have not been that many, actually. So we'll uh, get catch up with Carson Rostad, our senior spotlight. We also, how pumped are you, Coulter? We're like 30 minutes away from opening tip of the NBA restart. Pell's Jazz at 4.30 and then at 6.30 Mountain Standard Time. We'll take the broadcast for you when our show is over and get you Lakers Clippers. So we'll get into that in just a little bit as well. Top of the hour, Brian McLaughlin. He writes for Hero Sports. Going to talk to us about just the FCS in general. He is an expert on this uh, at the national level of uh, the FCS and what he's seeing out there in the world and the conferences that have canceled, the conferences that have it, the, ca- the conferences that have given the autonomy to the teams in their conference to do as they choose. So we'll cover all of that with him. Also, happy about this 530, Deshane Barnett from the All Nations Health Center. Uh, the Indigenous People's Celebration at Paddleheads Field is happening. It is free for all. Uh, it is a 5K uh, fun run slash walk as well as a big talent show there. So we'll talk to him about all of that stuff uh, that's going on. Uh, the second annual Indigenous Pe- People's Night uh, at uh, at uh, the Paddlehead Field, although not accompanied by a baseball game this particular year. So there you go. That is what we have in the show today. Coulter, everything all right? <laughs> You're so funny, man. You always act like there's something wrong with me. Right. There's never anything wrong with me. Okay. I live the most carefree, easy life of any person that you know. <laughs> the only affliction I have is I think too much. That's all. I, uh, I'm actually, I'm actually feeling, feeling interesting at this exact moment. Oh, wow, moment. okay. been feeling pretty, uh, I don't know. I mean, just the cancellation of the thing that you built your whole life on is pretty tough to incrementally deal with. It's like, I, I actually called you last night to say that the big the commissioner of the Big 12 was on. I, that was a mistake. He was actually the athletic director at the University of Texas. Oh, okay. That was on with Freddie Coleman. He was talking on the Big 12's perspective. Obviously, Texas yeah. has huge sway in the Big 12 and in college sports in general. Yes, they do. But I thought he made a really good point. He said... Rather than just bleeding this slow, terrible death where the news just incrementally trickles out bad thing after bad thing, we should have just all got together and put our heads together and said, we're not going to announce any decision that's made until like July 31st or August 1st or something like that. Rather than, you know, I mean, the Pac-12 canceled all non-conference games weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. The SEC just did today. The Big 12 still has made a decision. Yeah. Just keep punching us in the stomach. Yeah. You know, it would have been better if it was all the way around. But on the other flip side of it, 
pivoting. Life goes on, and uh, we have quite a few big projects in the works are self-collaborating with each other mm-hmm. as well as some other stuff coming up at Skyline Sports. So did a bunch of research today, and you and I have some cool things coming up, so we will make uh, big announcements that will be fun for people to listen to, and we're going to give you a lot of sports content to read and listen to and watch, and so stay tuned. Yeah, absolutely. So we're, we're excited about that. And, uh, you know, along those lines, we're going to talk, obviously, about what we know today, but there's going to be a, a big show tomorrow. Uh, we'll see what announcements are ready to be made or not. I'm not sure, uh, but we uh, are looking forward to having – Tom Wistersilt, the commissioner of the Big Sky Conference, uh, on our show early tomorrow, about 4.15, he will be on. Uh, and then he will be followed by the athletic director at the University of Montana, Kent Haslam, and then later the athletic director of Montana State, Leon Costello. So we're we're going to hear from it when it comes to athletics in the state of Montana, particularly the state of affairs that we're dealing with right here and right now. That's that. Those are the three. Those are the three guys to talk to, and we want to get it all done last day of the month. Where are we at to finish July, uh, heading into August? So we will we will hear from uh, all three of those gentlemen tomorrow, and and really look forward to it. And hopefully, it'll be a uh, uninformative and contextualizing show. I'm not sitting here promising that we're gonna know anything what you know particularly though i think there are some things that we're going to gain out of this but i think it'll give at least a really good feel i I, what one thing that i think that people are looking for is look if we can't have final answers and it's really hard to get final answers definitive answers at this what's the feeling what's the sense like right and i think that we're going to have a very good sense of things by the time we uh, close up shop tomorrow afternoon well, I expect the big sky to make a decision one way or the other, and then that decision will then impact the decisions of what Montana and Montana State can yeah. chase and or not. So I think that that's the whole thing. That's been the mystery of this whole thing with the Montana schools because they're in a distinctly different situation than almost anybody else in the big sky conference. Everybody else in the big sky conference is waiting on a variety. Montana and Montana State just needs to know, can we pursue scheduling games that are not already on our schedule? Mm-hmm. And, and that leads me into what we're leading with today. And as you mentioned, the NEC, the Northeast Conference. Wait, I like the way you set this up. The COVID scoreboard of July the 30th. <laughs> this is how Observant Riot is. That said the COVID scoreboard for the date every single day this week. Oh, uh, man. You never noticed. I, never, I, don't, I don't even read this thing. This is great. Uh, Take but, it away. But... Montana State, as you mentioned, their gold rush game against Long Island canceled. They were scheduled to pay Long Island $275,000. That's impactful now because now the number... Montana State was set to make $675,000 from their September 12th game against Utah that was canceled. That hurts. But now they're off the hook, at least, for the $275,000 they were scheduled to pay Long Island. It's not good to be off the hook because you would certainly make... The ten, revenue isn't there I now, mean, yeah. you'd make close to tenfold that on a home game for the Gold Rush. As we know, it's the highest attended game in Bozeman almost every single year, mm-hmm. in, with the exception of if the rivalry game against Montana's there. But either way, it brings Montana State back closer to the middle in terms of what they're down from losing that game. But also now they have two open dates... So that delays likely the start of officially fall camp if the schedule remains the same. But in a press release from the school today, Leon Costello, who who you mentioned, will join us tomorrow. He said, we are in discussions with other schools in the same situation to fill our schedule. Every conference and institution is working through this process. We are exploring all of our options. Not to speculate too hard, but as we know, Leon Costello uh, came from South Dakota State. He still has ties at South Dakota State. South Dakota State also has open dates uh, the first two weeks. And... 
South Dakota State, it seems as if, is one of the schools that's I would I would give them one of the highest odds of playing this for, up, for this sure upcoming any, season. Any of the Dakota schools, right, and 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 the, the schools that are in rural towns that are populated in rural states at large, you got to give them the best chance of anybody, right, to 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 make a go of it. The other thing that Costello mentioned, and this is something that Kent Haslam has also told us, is an impactful date. Costello also said uh, the NCAA Board of Governors scheduled to meet August fourth. That's kind of the drop-dead date because that group could provide clarity for the 2020 fall sports season, including football, Costello said. They're expected to make a decision on fall sports championships and all NCAA-sponsored championships, which includes the FCS playoffs. So then that's where this whole thing could pivot then. If the FCS playoffs is canceled, then schools... James Madison has stated they will not play an independent schedule unless there's a playoff. I previously stated that if the playoffs is canceled, the season for the fall is dead. I don't actually think that that's true either. I do think there is an opportunity for these schools to play uh, a handful or maybe a couple exhibition-type games just to keep a little bit of normalcy that maybe won't count towards than what happens in the spring. And there's also speculation that the spring season might be akin to what the Power Fives are doing now where it's a conference-only season, so you're talking eight games instead of 11 games. Do you think, Coulter, it's 1029 ESPN Radio, that there would be any chance that the NCAA says we're not administering championships, of which, of course, the FCS playoffs fall under the, the, you know, the purview of the NCAA? They say we're not doing this in, in the fall, so, you know, good luck. And... There's already, and we'll go through as of right now, the conferences that have canceled uh, the season and those that have not. But that some teams and athletic directors get together and say, hey, we're going to play a season and we are going to have a playoff that mirrors the FBS. And that would be a not administered by the NCAA four-team playoff. How you would select those four teams, I think, is is somewhat problematic. You would obviously need to have some sort of non-affiliated group or membership or committee or whatever it would be to try and select four towards the end, but say we are willing to, at some neutral site, for the sake of crowning somebody for this football season, do this of our own accord. We as a, we as a group of you know, Missouri Valley, Big Sky, SoCon, whatever it is, conference, athletic directors, and so forth, think that this is important to have something that is a culmination, something that we can call a, you know, an atypical national championship or something like that. I re- I mean, on one hand, it seems crazy. On the other hand, everything is crazy. So when everything is going sort of sideways or different or you know, atypical, seems like there's some room for some out-of-the-box thinking that could sort of come to fruition, and it's a long ways down the road, but if you say, okay, we're not having a national championship and that effectively eliminates or potentially eliminates a season whatsoever, there's a motivation there for a group of people who have some sway, some power, whether it's with their institution, whether it's with their conference, to say, hey, we can still put something together on our own. We are not beholden that just because this entity says they're not doing it, that we can't find a way to make this happen and maybe even have, you know, 
some television rights things that are going on to this. That's it. It's the TV portion of it. At Blackfoot Communications, we're experts at keeping your business technology up and running. From networks and security to communications and 24-7 support, we evaluate your current state infrastructure and deploy the right technology solution for your future. Whether your company is just starting out or is looking to take the next step, Blackfoot is here to help. Call 866-541-5000 or visit goblackfoot.com slash business to learn more. Here's the one element we haven't talked about. Yeah. If, say... The Montana schools were to play in front of mostly, if not completely, empty stadiums. Yeah. Against the opponents that they had on their schedules. And those same Saturdays, there was Power 5 games on TV. And they were trying to compete with, say, USC Alabama was on TV the same day that Montana State is going to play Long Island in front of an empty stadium. You're going to have a really hard time making pay-per-view money off of that. You're not going to have a really hard time making pay-per-view money off of Montana at South North Dakota State. Montana State versus South Dakota State saying, at a neutral site. You're saying if it For was... TV, if, it's a, if you have a pay-per-view model. And if if it was Montana against Central Washington, for instance... Not it, get nearly the downloads that sure. Montana, North Dakota State would get. Uh, no, no doubt. No and, and I think that would be the most appealing part because we've talked extensively about how the reason that the Montana schools and North Dakota State and James Madison are distinctly different than the Power Fives is they don't make money off of TV. If you played each other, though, you could. That's where Grizz fans, I think, would sh- I mean, I I don't know. You and I, it's our obligation uh, for our jobs to watch no matter who they play. Right. But as a common fan, I would have a really hard time saying, here's my $50 to watch Montana Central Washington. Well, I wouldn't have a hard time saying here's my fifty dollars to say Montana versus South Dakota State. Give it, it to me. It it depends on the price. I mean, sure. if it's fifty bucks, I mean, norm, you say that because that is probably actually kind of the low end of what a quote pay per view thing is. It's also like the price of an average ticket. Okay, but I don't think that would be that would be the deal. I mean, they, I, I think they would have aspirations. Yeah. Of selling far more than a stadium's worth of pay-per-views. Right. I mean, and if they could do, you know, if they could, I, I, what, it, I mean, ESPN Plus is like five bucks a month, and you get all the things on there. Right. I realize a pay-per-view model is a different thing, but I think that they have to be twenty or twenty or under in order to get the mass. Get get a broader buyership, but I also think that people would be willing to buy, especially if, and I think this would be important. Once you've purchased it, you can watch it at your leisure. So maybe you you know you mm-hmm. now you own rights to watch the game, mm-hmm. and you can log in and you can watch it, and you don't have to miss or go against Alabama versus Florida or whatever it is that's going on in 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 other parts of the country. Yeah, it's true. Um, I don't know what the price point is. I don't think anybody does. I think that's yeah. the, one of the issues. Totally. We will certainly ask both Kent Haslam. I'll tell you what Castella the big issue month. is, and we, you and I have spoke spoken with Kent Haslam directly on this, and and he is very right to be, you know, taking this very seriously because if you charge people for a pay per view, yeah, it better work. It right. better work. You better, right? Because we have already see, we've seen this all the time, and this is not on the the fault of anybody necessarily in the conference or any of the schools or whatever. But you get 
good production quality at it's certain uh 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 you know television production crews and right. media entities that put it on and you get awful production yeah. quality yeah. and media crews that put it on yeah. and if you're going to be charging for that it's one thing if it's free and you can just be annoyed it's another thing if you've paid for it and it doesn't come through and hey i've had it happen with espn i mean i paid for espn plus yeah and didn't get the the specific game that I was looking for, even though it was available, it wasn't there. And, and that's the last thing you want to do because I was sitting there furious. Oh, it's the thing. That, it's the thing that makes you the most mad in the world. Absolutely, and that's the worst situation you could be in right now. If that's someone's just so hungry so, to watch your product, totally. So you, you that and and the funny thing is. At some point, you roll your dice. You go, totally. okay, well, you guys said you can do it. You're on the hook to do it. You better deliver. One other update that's worth uh, noting just because it could have a domino effect on the other side of the domino rung, the NAIA canceled all fall sports championships with the exception of the football playoff yesterday. So that means no fall sports at any NAIA school. That's impactful, first of all, because... Did, they, did you say sports or championships? Cha- championships. So schools can continue to play if they would like, but there, there's going to be there's no There's going to be no playoffs at the end. But that's impactful because now you're basically going to have like a, a state championship format for the Frontier Conference schools because, as we know, the out-of-state Frontier Conference schools, you know, Southern Oregon, Eastern Oregon, they've canceled all sports, including football. So now, basically, you're having a basically a state championship for volleyball. I don't know if Montana would organize any sort of a tournament or anything like that for their Frontier Conference schools, but you basically it's all in Montana that we're going to see that play out. But then there is uh, there was a assumption that the Montana schools for football were going to play, and now after media days for the Frontier Conference, which was the last two days, that's in question as well. Commissioner Paulson from the Frontier Conference, told 406MT Sports yesterday, that's the million-dollar question. We are still not certain that we will have football. That's impactful for the Big Sky schools, though, as well, because if somehow Montana Montana State was to explore an independent schedule, you'd have to think they would hit up. Because right now it's going to be a round-robin schedule, a, a two-time round-robin schedule for the Frontier teams in Montana. So four games at home, four games away against the same opponents. That's impactful because I bet you that the Montana schools would each try to play at least one and maybe two Frontier Conference schools to fill their slate of whether it's eight or ten games if we get to that point. So closing in on both sides here. Sutel Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio. Again, just to uh, give you the scoreboard, six conferences at the FCS level have canceled. The Ivy, the Patriot, the MEAC, the SWAC, the CAA, and now the Northeastern Conference. Seven of them are still on. The Big South, with the exception of Hampton in D.C. and Monmouth in New Jersey, the Big South is still a go. The Missouri Valley, Ohio Valley, Southland, Pioneer, which will play a conference-only schedule, the SoCon, and the Big Sky. Those are the seven, or the seven that haven't haven't canceled as of now. Right. Uh, and as we know, again, and those are seven this, of the ten automatic bids too. That's, that's worth right. Remembering. And and the CAA, it, you know, again is is allowing their member institutions, specifically James Madison, to try and and play too. So that's where we're at. We'll see where we end up. We'll find out a lot more on the show tomorrow. It's two tell Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio. We'll take a break on the other side. Carson, oh, you got one, one more? Just one thing, one other thing to add to the scoreboard. Yes. This is actually impactful because I misstated that Montana State's $675,000 payday at Utah was the largest in the FCS or the largest in the Big Sky. I had forgotten. This is my fault. Error on my part. Eastern Washington was set to open up at Florida. The mm. SEC is the latest to announce. That's huge because, as we know, 
the pact, the SoCon and the Big South need the SEC, just like the Missouri Valley needs the Big Ten, just like the Pac-12, just like the Big Sky needs the Pac-12. Yusawashi was set to make seven hundred and fifty thousand mm. dollars. That was going to go a long ways to cure or not curing, but at Allaying least at least some of the issues. boosting some yeah. of their financial issues. So that's a huge Montana State a six hundred seventy five thousand dollar payday from Utah is great, but it's a feather in the cap because you were already going to make substantial revenue if you played a home game in that slot, anyways. Eastern Washington not the case. That kills Eastern Washington to not get that game against Florida. Up next, Carson Rostad. He's the subject of our senior spotlight this week. He was four-year starter at Hamilton High School, and he is headed to the University of Montana to play college football. We'll talk to him about his senior year, both playing and academically, what his off-season has been like, and what the future holds at the University of Montana. We'll speak with Carson Rostad, senior spotlight right after this. Boys and girls, it's summertime, and did you notice? It's hot. It's hot, baby, out there right now. Curse Polaris is at 2904 West Broadway in Missoula. They are at Highway 83 in Sealy, and they're going to help you cool off. Here's how. There's two ways to do it. One, on the lake. You get a crest pontoon boat. You go float around, take a dip in the pool, jump back out. When you warm back up, you jump back in the water. It's that simple. That's my preferred method. Crest pontoon boat, that's how you do it. They're at Curse Polaris. Or the other way, getting into some higher elevations. Man, get up. Go up. You get a dirt bike. Husqvarna or Beta dirt bike or the full line of Polaris side-by-sides, all brand-new 2021 models, beautiful. The Generals, the Rangers, the Razors, they're going to get you wherever you need to go. Go online to KurtzPolaris.com, and you can see all of the ways to stay cool and enjoy summer, summer the way you always envisioned with Kurtz Polaris online at KurtzPolaris.com. Coulter, during this time where we got to be a little bit socially distanced, it's nice to know we can get out on the links and play a little bit of golf. And nobody better than Western Birch to get your round started right. That's right. Golf's been definitely one of my favorite pastimes during quarantine times. And it's recently landed my new Western Birch customized golf tees. Go check out Western Birch golf tees at westernbirch.com. These classy golf tees are made of 100% white birch hardwood and printed with high quality color right here in the United States. A company founded right here in Montana. These durable wood golf tees, perfect way for you to market your business. Just think, anytime you break a tee, your brand is sitting on the tee box forever. You can hand them out to your clients, your buddies, your golf partners, whoever. Great way to earn top-of-mind awareness while also playing a sport we all love. Again, you can check out all the cool designs online at westernbirch.com. Add your logo on a 1,000 of any of their tees for $150 delivered to your door. Give them to clients, friends, watch them get impressed by the quality of the look of a simple golf tee and by your creativity. Give Western Birch the opportunity to show you what they're talking about. Email and ask for Chad at info at westernbirch.com, info at westernbirch.com, or follow on Instagram and Facebook, westernbirch.com. Make that the truth. It's 2 Till and Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio. SWX Montana Television, good to be with you. It is time for our senior spotlight with Carson Rostad out of Hamilton High School, headed to the University of Montana 
uh, to play football for the Grizzlies. Quarterback, uh, four-year starter at Hamilton. Went to two consecutive state championship games, a state, state semifinal last year. And uh, we will uh, speak with him as part of our Senior Spotlight. The Senior Spotlight brought to us in part by McElmary Homes. Blaine McElmary knows what you can achieve through hard work as an athlete from small-town Montana. The Troy, Montana native, he rose up to become an All-American safety for the Grizzlies on the UM's 1995 National Championship team before spending time playing in the NFL, and McElmary has used those values in his work with McElmary Homes, Missoula's highest quality custom residential construction company. Since 2003, McElmary Homes has been committed to offering quality customer service, quality products, and the best prices throughout any project. McElmary Homes is also proud to support local high school athletes around the state of Montana. Go online to McElmaryHomes.net today. McElmary Homes, sponsor of the Senior Spotlight. We go now to the Rangage Brothers RV phone line, and we were happy to uh, welcome in a uh, quarterback for the University of Montana Grizzly football team heading into his freshman season there out of Hamilton High School, Carson Rostad. Carson, thanks so much for being with us on the Senior Spotlight. We appreciate that. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? We're doing very well, man. Thanks so much for being here. And we ha- we talked to you a while ago when you fu- when you first made your commitment that you were going to go play for the University of Montana, but you had an entire season to play. Uh, uh, you know, after from that point forward, what was it like for you to play your senior season down there at Hamilton, and then as you came around the corner, have school kind of end abruptly and all this go on? It was kind of a bizarre senior year that I think everybody's going to remember for forever, right? Yeah, it was a crazy senior year, but it was lucky that we at least got to play our senior year of football. And, and then I think we had like a three-week long or a three-day long spring like break weekend, and then we just never went back to school after that. It was kind of crazy. Was that a bummer? Like, on one hand, it's like, hey, school's out, far out, that's cool. But also, you didn't get kind of like that last you know, kind of finality, I guess, of it to say, okay, you know, we're, we're, you know, we're walking out these doors and that's it. Yeah, it was weird. Like the first delay, everybody was like, oh, yeah, we get three weeks off. And then after that three weeks, they're canceled and everybody's like, oh, we're done with high school now. (laughs) (laughs) An abrupt ending to be sure. Well, so what's the last, what's the last couple months then been like for you because obviously you kind of had to readjust to not being able to finish your your high school um academic year but probably still trying to stay in shape get ready i mean you're one of the few guys that gets a chance to now have a next chapter playing for the montana grizzlies here uh, coming up so uh, how what have you been doing to stay in shape what have you been doing to stay engaged and what have you been doing to pass the time i've been working out with uh leffler in missoula he's really good made me puke a couple times and then i've been lifting is that the barometer carson (laughs) like you're only good if you can make me throw up while i'm working out that's the first time i've ever thrown up and working out and it's been like three times so pretty good (laughs) very good all right sorry i cut you i just wanted to understand you know how do we judge guys that are that are you know the personal trainers and stuff that's how you're Uh, judging it okay got it and then yeah i've just been running around my house and lifting and throwing as much as I can and all that. I do think it's an interesting fold, you know, taking the, the extra time to do the extra work because as we know in Montana, 
It's great strength training programs. Most of the schools now are engaged in that. Most of the high schools have at least decent weight rooms, and uh, there's great uh-huh. coaches in, in Montana as well. But taking that extra time, taking that extra step, going outside and, do, and doing your own thing with your own trainer, I think that that's maybe a, a thing that can provide guys an extra advantage. And I know that you know, Doug Leffer, like you mentioned, I mean, he was a premier athlete back in the day. Uh, he's around my age and one of the greatest javelin throwers ever come out of the state of Montana. I know he's helped a lot of guys get ready for next-level opportunities. In what ways, though, has he helped you? he's helped me get in shape mentally like just being able to get through hard-ass workouts and not give up on yourself and just like up my threshold of how much i can do before like my body will just give out you know carson rostad Carson Rostad joining us here on the Senior Spotlight. And, and Carson, when you talk about the workouts, like, you know, Bobby Houck is obviously renowned for, for winter conditioning and, and being, uh, you know, having a, a team and obviously a group of individual players that are physically ready to go and, you know, believe that they're going to be the tougher team when it comes down to, you know, playing a football game. But also as a quarterback, it's a little different, right? I mean, it's not like you're a nose guard. It's not like you're a linebacker who's got to get yeah, in there yeah. and make 16 tackles a game so obviously toughness is always going to be valued in football no matter the position but there's a lot more that goes into it from the quarterback spot so how do you work through that during this time I think just like your mental toughness as a quarterback is extremely important to be able to stay mentally focused the entire game no matter if you're dinged up or anything and just stay focused and keep making the correct decisions and all that and lead your team well, speaking of playing quarterback, you were one of the rare guys. I think there's only been uh, three guys in the last 20 years that have won Montana Gatorade Player of the Year when you were a junior. So then coming into your senior year was sort of that target on your back. So after having the great success you did as a freshman, sophomore, and junior, what was different about your senior year? And did you notice maybe maybe some extra attention? I, I guess as the quarterback, you always are the focal point of the opposing defense. But yeah. Did you notice anything different about your, your senior year this last fall? Well, for myself, it was nice to have no pressure at all, knowing I was going to go play for the Grizzlies and just focus on having as much fun as I can senior year and just, like, not having any of that pressure. But, like, around the town and, like, all the other places, people knew me more often after committing and all that. And by the time I was a senior, so it was kind of cool. In the playoffs, you guys had such tremendous regular seasons uh, rolling through the Southwestern A pretty much year in and year out. And I know that uh, it was kind of a heartbreaking way for it to end three years in a row, losing in back-to-back state championship games as a sophomore and a junior, and then last year losing in the state semifinal to eventual state champion Miles City. Uh, but but all of that uh, aside, I mean, 38-10 and 10 overall as a starting quarterback, what, how would you just – sum up your, your high school career. What what are some of your best memories and, and what was the experience like being a four-year starter at Hamilton High School? It was great just being able to start four years and then like this year it was funny because uh, my freshman year we had Coach Bloom as the coach and he ended up telling me that the game that I started he was the only coach that voted for me to be the starter for that game. So I gave Coach Carver a bunch of for that. Well you should and have. <laughs> Yeah, I should have. I did. Don't worry. Okay, good. <laughs> I've always had great teams, great coaches, just great, really good parents, too. We always had great, like, team dinners and bus trips and all of that. Everything's just great. You know, Carson, obviously, it was, you know, about 
I guess started June uh, was it when they they opened up the Champion Center for volunteer workouts and I know that they've been trying to kind of navigate this whole thing uh, in this off season preparing for football. But what have you been told? You know, just as a player, as an incoming player, you know about first of all, are you? I mean, are you enrolled? Are you able to participate with the team in 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 that stuff and and use the facilities? And where are we at right now in terms of you know what what notice have you been given for? fall camp and that kind of stuff well we were scheduled to move in on the second but uh two days ago that got delayed till the 12th and we haven't been able to go in and work out yet but the coaches have done a good job of trying to like let us know what's going on all that from a mental perspective, I mean, how do you stay sharp during this time? Because, I mean, it seems like it, it's it's kind of weighing on all of us. But, I mean, it's a huge transition going from high school to college and moving into the dorms and getting ready for college football. So, I mean, has it, has it worn on you mentally? And how have, have you been able to stay positive? Uh, just realizing that I'm one of the few lucky people that gets to keep playing football. And then I've had a lot of, like, phone calls with the college just preparing for classes and all of that. And then... I've talked a lot with my sister because she's gone through college for the most part. So she's just like told me about what it's going to be like and all that. So, is she at the University of Montana, Carson? No, she's at Carroll. Okay, yeah, but it is good, right, to have an older sibling who's kind of been through it a little bit, can give you a little bit of the lay of the land, what to expect. Do you have any idea what you want to study? And an answer of no is okay. I understand, like, a lot of kids change majors as they go, but do you have, you know, at the UM with the, you know, the liberal arts studies that they have? What are you you thinking about looking at? Right now, I'm thinking biology. What gets you onto that? I've always wanted to do something like medical, so I was just, I'd like to go to med school after college. Even if it takes a couple extra years, you know. From a quarterback perspective, I mean, your numbers are, are as good as anybody's ever put up in the state of Montana, over 10,000 yards of total offense, 145 total touchdowns. But speaking of the mental aspect of it, you're talking about biology, you're talking about staying mentally sharp, that's probably going to be the biggest transition point for you, the mental aspect of the game. What sort of uh-huh. steps do you think you need to take uh, j- just from uh, you know a football IQ standpoint and just a recognition standpoint and all that to play quarterback at the Division One level? I think it'll take a lot of time with the coaches just sitting down talking and talking to the older quarterbacks that are more experienced in like uh, the offense and all, like reading defenses and all that. Just a lot of the studying, watching film and all that. As a Montana guy, I know I know you grew up. A Grizz fan, you know, we've talked about that on the show multiple times before with you. And I know I mean, head coach Bryce Carver played for the Grizz and their cousin Jordan Tripp played for the Grizz. But did you have any quarterbacks that you, you looked up to or idolized growing up that played for the Grizz? Uh, I remember watching Jordan Johnson for a while and always looking up to him. And then just, uh, I don't know, I've kind of just watched all of them. And like all of them played, but Jordan Johnson's one I remember just because I was a kid when he was there. There's been so many great guys that were quarterbacks in high school from Montana high schools that came to the Grizzlies. But just in your lifetime, 
It's really only Andrew Sell, the starting quarterback in 2009 for the Grizz, that's been a Montana guy. Uh-huh. It's been mostly out-of-state guys. So have you considered that? Because it seems to me, you know, I, I've talked to Tommy Malad a little bit, too. It seems like to me there's a resurgence in quarterback play in the state of Montana. Brady Gustafson in there. No, back guys, yeah, yeah, Brady Gustafson was a couple years. Yeah, he's from Billings. Yeah, that's true. Good, good correction, Gus. But, yeah. but, but regardless, most of the time it's been guys from out-of-state. But most of the time, the guys that have been in-state guys, that they thrive at other positions, uh, whether you know it's Shan Schillinger playing safety or a variety of other guys. But have you thought about just uh, the, the prospect of being a Montana guy who, who has an opportunity to play quarterback at Montana? Yeah, it's pretty cool to be able to have the chance to lead your hometown team. I feel like not very common. Carson Rostad joining us, the senior spotlight. Uh, Carson, I realize not this is, this, you know, okay, we, we get it, all right? How many times can you say everything's different than it used to be or than the, what it was or whatever? But have you had a chance uh, to connect with some of your teammates? I know that one thing that, that uh, all, a lot of teams like to do is get the freshmen, you know, to really connect and bond as a class, as a unit, because presumably you're going to be going through the next four to five years all together, right? So have you been able to sort of make some of those connections one way or another, and who have you who have you been able to get in touch with? All the in-state kids, we had a visit during the same time, so we all got to know each other, and most of us knew each other anyways. But the out-of-state kids, we've been in a group chat since – like we all committed just talking and getting to know each other as much as we can. What do you think this trademarks this Montana class in particular? I mean, is there anything that you, you can point to that you guys kind of bond together on or that you want to be your identity? I don't know. We're all definitely committed, especially during this time, trying to find our own ways to work out without all the gyms and all that being open. It just shows that like, Everybody out there has been out getting working and working out as, to the best of their ability. Carson, speaking of speaking of transitioning to uh, Division One football, how does it compare and contrast what you – I know you guys were running some actually some pretty advanced stuff at Hamilton. I know Coach Carver's a great offensive mind, and you guys were running some stuff that's uh, maybe more advanced than a lot of Montana high schools have been running. But how does that compare to what the offense is like at Montana? And have you had a, had a chance to study film, or has Coach Rosenbach expressed maybe some of the things he wants you to work on when it comes to learning the Grizzly offense? During the recruiting process and stuff, he kind of used that. Like, you guys are running – pretty much some of the same like stuff as us just different names and all of that and he said it'll be great having Carver as a coach getting to know like just the basic layout of some of the offenses and all of that because we ran pretty complex stuff in high school so I think that'll help transition into the complexity of college and from a skill set standpoint I mean I know that I mean we, we've seen it we had it in the studio you look the part of a big time pocket passer but pretty good athlete too you can run a little bit too so when you use your legs how does that help accentuate and improve your game it just adds another layer that the other team has to prepare for Carson the last question for me what's the thing one thing that you're most excited about when it comes to the prospect of, uh, of playing football in Montana I'm mostly excited just about like the team atmosphere and like just the crowd is amazing and the town's amazing and you just know that you're supported by everybody. Okay, that was four things. I asked for one thing. You gave me four <laughs> things right in a row there, He's man. Excited, you man. know, it yeah. popped up. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I can't really pick one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, four things is acceptable. That's all right. All right, good.
that that experience. I mean, the first time you you do whether it's uh, taking the stands in a, as a red shirt wearing your jersey or suit up on a sideline or running out of the tunnel. I mean, what do you expect that experience to be like? Uh, just like it, like a dream come true. I guess I've always I've walked through the tunnel a couple times just for like camps and all of that as a kid. But I've always like imagined what it'll be like if I actually got a like if I was actually suited up running out there for a game and soon I'll get the chance. So it'll be crazy. It's always interesting, too. Um, I mean, there's a lot of kids from around Santa Montana that dream about growing up to become Grizzlies, but you live close enough to Missoula that you've been going to games for a really long time, too, so you can really be, you know, a, a passionate fan. I mean, you know the team. You know the ins and outs of, of what they're doing and how they're operating and, and, you know, the way last year ended and, and all those sorts of things. So give us your scout. I mean, what do you think of the, the 2020 Montana Grizzlies? What, what are the prospects for the Grizzlies this year? How do you think you guys are going to be? I think we really good, especially with the weapons they have off we have offensively and we've got a really strong defense again, like always, but I think we extremely good this year. Well, Carson, I'll tell you what, man, we appreciate you taking the time out in this odd off season and uh, congratulations on yeah. your career at Hamilton, finishing up school, graduating, all that, and then uh, getting ready for uh, for day one, year one as a Montana Grizzly. We appreciate the time. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. You got it. Thank you, Carson. Carson Rostad, subject of our senior spotlight. Hamilton High School, now the University of Montana Grizzlies. Fun to talk to, and we appreciate him being a part of this thing. Senior Spotlight brought to us in part by Mark Mike Nugent, Berkshire Hathaway, real estate. Colter, tell him about it. He's a realtor. He is. <laughs> Can't get my buttons right. Can't answer the thing. Uh, He's well, a realtor. As you might have heard, the world of real estate always evolving, especially in Western Montana. Blowing up. It's people. more true now than ever. Holy cow. If you are a longtime Missoulian looking to upgrade, downgrade, just move, it might be your best time yet ever to sell. If you're in the position to buy something new, today might be your best time ever to buy. And no matter what questions you have when it comes to residential or commercial real estate, Mike Nugent at Berkshire Hathaway and the professionals at the Berkshire Hathaway office in Missoula have your answers to find out what Mike can do for you. Give him a call today, 531-1802. That's 531-1802. And Mike wants you to remember, every question is always good to ask. Mike Nugent, outstanding realtor in the state of Montana, in the city of Missoula, western Montana. Nugent, Berkshire Hathaway, that's what you need to know. Boys and girls, take a quick break on the other side of the NBA is seconds away from returning. Tip-off, Pell's Jazz happening right now. And Coulter, he likes one team and their odds on the board as it pertains to winning it all next. At Blackfoot Communications, we're experts at keeping your business technology up and running. From networks and security to communications and 24-7 support, we evaluate your current state infrastructure and deploy the right technology solution for your future. Whether your company is just starting out or is looking to take the next step, Blackfoot is here to help. Call 866-541-5000 or visit goblackfoot.com slash business to learn more. looking for irony 
the first player to score a bucket in the return of the NBA after a COVID-19 delay, Rudy Gobert. Up and in for two. They're underway in Orlando. Pels. Jazz. Playing basketball. What a thing. Steve Taylor Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Howdy. Good to be with all of you. By the way, the first bucket for the Pelicans. Zion Williamson in the paint and one. Thank you very much. The big fella didn't take long to assert himself. He is he's a show, man. He is an absolute show. 19th game that he's played in his NBA career and his can't miss. I'm glad he's there, too, because, you know, he had to leave, tend to a family uh, sounds like a family medical situation early when the, you know they had entered the bubble. He's been back now for some time, uh, but uh, I think there was a question whether he was going to play. Uh, but he is back and he is playing. If you'd like to find us, uh, by the way, on uh, the social media as well, good for you. I think it's the right choice on your part. At Gus Tutel on Twitter, at 1029 ESPN, and at Skyline Sports MT. Coulter, I know that you're very happy. I know that this is like the thing for you that you've been waiting for, and now it's here, and now you're not going to do the show anymore because you've got <laughs> basketball to watch, and that's uh, that's where your time is going to be taken. And I respect that. Um, what I'm trying to understand, though, is a couple things. First of all, I know you got a great bet on here that you're very happy about these long odds for one team in particular, but give me your initial. First of all, the Pelicans got to win. They're, they're four and a half back. Uh, they're, they're, actually, three and a half. they're actually three and a half okay. back. Yep. Three and a half back of the eight spot, which is the Memphis Grizzlies. So uh, this is, I mean, there's eight. Again, I mean, we've talked so much about everything around the games that we haven't talked anything hardly about the games themselves. It's a huge game. Game number huge one, games. huge game for totally. these two teams. Right now, the Jazz are the number four team in the West, and the Pelicans are three and a half out. They got eight games to make up three and a half games to try and find their way into that eight seed in the West. The Pelicans have to win this game, man. They need to, to – all these teams are desperate that are outside of that top eight or, I guess, nine because you get out of a play-in uh, you know, situation to get there. But 9-0-2 left, by the way, in the first quarter. Utah 12, the Pelicans 8. It's going to be really – we talked about baseball and how the, the games are just worth so much more, but I think that the teams that there, – there's – right now, Oklahoma City, who's fifth in the West, all the way through the Pelicans, those teams are not separated by very many games. And I, th- I think that – well, I, I should say the eight seed's not separated by very many games than, than the Blazers and the Pelicans. But then there's also going to be jacking for position between five and through seven. But I also think that there's – teams that are completely different scenarios here. I was telling you, with only eight regular season games left to play, I feel for the Pelicans, this is a must-win night because I really don't think, I think that, I mean, every game puts you that much farther out. If you yeah. get, if you're, if you if you go four games out with eight to play, that's a ton. Well, if you go five games out with seven to play, though, then that's it because I think that they'll shut down Zion Williamson. Let's start here. The Pelicans could go eight and zero and still miss the playoffs. Right. You know, if the other teams win and you know win six games, go six and two, so you, there's nothing you can do. So they they almost have to go undefeated for the next eight to to really have a look. You know, a, a, it's just it's that it's that big uh, kind of a horse race uh, here at the end. So we'll we'll see what they're able to do. But it starts and it's on right now. Coulter, you and I were looking at. Odds and there's three 
short odds relatively on the board in terms of winning the whole kit and caboodle, right? Being NBA Finals champions. And it's for the Clippers, the Lakers, and the Milwaukee Bucks. Those are the three prohibitive favorites over and against everybody else. But there's one team that has quite long odds that if you're going to try and try and actually make a move, try and actually do something, this is the team you like. Who is it? What's, what are the numbers we're dealing with here? I, Portland Trailblazers, I think, have the best odds because I think that the odds for bets for the Lakers, Clippers, and Bucks are just not going to really net you any money. They're all three pretty overwhelming favorites to win their respective conferences. No NBA final bet betting odds quite yet. Yeah, but I saw I saw like plus two fifty and plus right. three fifty, and it's like okay, you know, good luck. But anyway, all right. But then you have other teams that have favorable odds in terms of the payouts like the Boston Celtics or the Denver Nuggets. But I don't. I think those teams are going to have uphill sledding. The one team that I think is a dark horse here, and it's funny because they've been the team that's gotten the most run in terms of the narrative leading up to this thing during the quarantine, during the delay, is the Portland Trailblazers. Damian Lillard made a huge stink about not wanting to play if his team wasn't in the mix for the playoffs. They at now are. But I think that the, there's two reasons why I think that the Blazers... Well, I think there's three reasons why I think the Blazers at plus six thousand are a good bet. If you're talking sixty to one odds, so a ten dollar bet's gonna make you six hundred bucks. That's pretty darn good. I think that the the three reasons why the Blazers are a good bet is one, they have they're the only team that's not one of the three favorites that has a first team all NBA player. Because Steph Curry and Clay Thompson are not in the playoff. They're not in Orlando. Yeah. Damian Lillard is the only dude who's up there with you know, the Giannis's and LeBron's and the elite, elite talent. He's a first-team All-NBA player a year ago. Number two, they return multiple guys who missed. I mean, they're eight games below 500 almost strictly because of their injury situation. I mean, uh, Yusuf Nurkic has been out all year. Dak Collins has been out most of the year. They've also had, you know, other fringe injuries to guys like Rodney Hood, who, by the way, is still out. So we'll see. Nasir Little has been in and out. So uh, the Blazers have been... Um, they've been particularly poor defensively because Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum are capable but not elite defenders. Carmelo Anthony can't play defense, never could. Now really can't now that he's old. And Hassan Whiteside is probably the most statistically empty player in the NBA. He averages a bunch of blocks per game, but he's a horrific defender. He's always in foul trouble. He's really bad at rotating to the basket. He's slow. He can't guard the high pick and roll. So getting Zach Collins and Yusuf Nurkic back is huge. But then the number one reason why I'd put money on the Blazers is because I think that, honestly, if you pick teams in the West, with the exception of the Clippers, the Blazers are the ones that match up with the Lakers the best. Yeah, they're going to get them. If they get into the, if they get into the playoffs, it will be against the Los Angeles Lakers in the first round. Uh, the, the thing that I like here is you're buying the Damian Lillard narrative, and why not? Which is, we've been hurt all year. We're the team that went to the Western Conference Finals a year ago. Hello. Were they the two or the three seed in the West last season? And now everybody that's been injured is going to be back. And by the way, even though they're going to be rusty for having not played, that makes them just like everyone else who's also going to be very rusty for having not played. So the entire field has come back to even. And when we are right, even, it makes us better. And so I I, uh, I love Obviously, the confidence. I love the the thought process. I think it's logical there. And I'm with you. That 
it's 60 to 1 for a reason. I mean, it those is. are incredibly uh, totally, long odds. Totally. Here, here's but the, if you're going to make an argument, right, right. that's the argument to make. Well, and, and here's here's the way that I operate sports betting. I mean, you could you could ham and egg your way. I mean, you bet 10 bucks on the Lakers, you're going to win 11 bucks. Well, you'll do better than that. You'd win about 30 bucks, but the the point it wait twenty. Well, they're yeah. they're plus one eighty five. So you okay? You'd, so oh, that's really yeah. I mean, you say you'd so you'd win eighteen fifty. Eighteen fifty. Okay, that's that's fine. Um, but like when I'm betting golf, like I'll always just throw down. If you get a if you get Dustin Johnson plus forty nine hundred on the first day of the tournament, I mean, throw two bucks at it. Why not? You make ninety bucks. And if you don't, you lose two bucks, right? I, I just I think that there's, I think that I, I agree. It's I mean it's they're a long shot for a reason. I just actually think though, I, I don't really think that there's anybody that can win the NBA title besides the Bucks, Clippers, and Lakers. The only other team you could actually even convince me has an outside shot is the Blazers. Sutel Nuanas, one hundred two nine ESPN Radio, hour number one in the books, hour two straight ahead. Brian McLaughlin, Hero Sports, going to join us. What do we know? What do we not know? What is the landscape of the big sky? Somebody who covers the FCS nationally, an expert right after this. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now. If you visit msubookstore.org, free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 